I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit today. Thank you, Jesus. And all thankful church is saying, thank you, Jesus. Amen. We can sit down. Thank you all. Um, and uh, I am sending my best wishes to um, those people who are still not well. And, and um, as I understood after the last Saturday, um, they, a lot of people got ill. And um, it's, um, yes, it looks like uh, you made an arrangement, guys, to so get ill. But if you, made, if you didn't make that arrangement, I am wishing you to get better soon. I was planning this topic. Um, and I was thinking um, to do series of the same topic. And I understood that I wanted to share this uh, topic with everyone today because this topic is very important. We are going to um, talk about uh, real and uh, real um, repentance. And what is um, the main purpose of the repentance? And uh, it, no one is able from their flesh to repent because they want to. This is a gift um, or, you know, this is from like mercy from Holy Spirit. Remember when you submitted, submitted to uh, Jesus, it felt like you've done it the first time because you knew that you needed forgiveness. And a second ago, you felt like you didn't see things in the um, same light. The minute you gave your life to Jesus, you started to see things in different lights. And uh, suddenly something happened in your heart and uh, suddenly your eyes opened and something changed and uh, your understanding about God changed and your understanding about life changed. And opposite, um, you can um, see people who talk about God, who repent, but you have um, a feeling that something is missing and usually the result is that their lives remain same and there is no uh, fruit in their life. And a person might be in the church for the number of years, but no, nothing is changing in their life. Um, and I want to talk about it more about it and I know that I am not going to fit everything in one Sunday this is going to be serious about this topic and I want you to read um, Hebrews uh, the letter to Hebrews 12 15 to 17 see to it that no one 
fall short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal solid his inheritance, sold his inheritance right as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when we wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even thought he saw the blessing with tears. So when you look at someone who has tears in his or her eyes, um, you feel that this person is sorry. And, uh, um, and if you are born again, you can hear the voice of of God and uh, see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape, then they refuse him who warned them on earth. How much less we will if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven. At that time his voice shook the earth, but not we has, now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken. That is a created thing so that we're, what cannot be shaken may remain. So speaking about this Bible verse, I want to show you a couple of things. Uh, one fundamental thing, and I was um, speaking about this more than one time, and I am going to be slow because um, usually I am um, very quick when I talk. And we were talking about Ezo. He was um, a sinner. Um, yes, he was a sinner, but God uh, forgives. Azal sold his bird because he wanted to get some soup. Yes, he was hungry and he had need. He was hungry. So, you know, speaking about, that, about those times, it wasn't like, you know, you can... It go to McDonald's and get a fast food and there was no shopping centers and you know speaking about those times uh, you know uh, people had to hunt they had to hunt to get food and then they had to prepare and uh, it could last a long time to get food ready so he was hungry, and he came to his brother, and his brother was uh, uh, with his mother sitting at the fireplace, and he, the brother was full of food. He had soup, and Azau came hungry, and he was asking his brother, I am hungry, but the brother was um, clever, you know. He said, oh, you want food? Okay, I know. As I was older brother, uh, Jacob was a younger brother. And according um, to uh, the father's inheritance, the inheritance was uh, to 
the youngest uh, to the eldest uh, son and Jacob was like okay um, I'm going to give you some soup but then you give me your inheritance instead of the soup and as I was like yes take it from me give me soup and you know this is just a small thing um, if you look as a human being but if we look uh, if we try to look at this situation from the perspective of God small things matter as thou shows us with his example that he didn't value the presence of God he didn't value the things that God prepared from Lord and uh, he didn't think that one day he needs to stand before God and repent of all bad things he has done it wasn't va valuable and uh, if we you know say the same things in different way this is that he didn't value Lord he didn't value Lord it wasn't valuable to him and you know how it is with the human being you know finally the human being is going to get what his heart desires and I am talking to people who believe I'm not talking to people who do not believe I am going to repeat finally at the end of um, living days the human being is going to receive what his heart desire and when you look at people you can see uh, many different examples uh, you can see someone who is um, a believer for 10 years and uh, and another one is a believer for 20 years and uh, they might they both might experience you know some difficulties and uh, one of them hardened his or her heart but the other one decided to go to move forward without heart in the heart. Uh, and you know, looking from my history, uh, from my work with uh, um, believers, I suddenly I saw someone who stopped, who just stopped, who didn't continue the journey. And... Uh, and you feel suddenly like you feel that something suddenly happened but in the god of the in the act the god is a lot there is a lot of emptiness there is a lot of empty words there is a lot of different things that are emptiness that create emptiness and and uh, if you are listening to what new age is saying and they are they might offer a better recipe to you and you are going to exchange this to something what is valuable and you are tempted you are tempted it's easy for you to be uh, deceived because your heart desire this and finally we are going to stand before the God who is alive and we are going to be stripped 
and our heart is going to be stripped, fully stripped. We are not going to have anything on us. And these stories are for us to uh, learn certain things. They are for us to be warned about something. And and we are going to look at um, David's uh, uh, story. And uh, then I was reading these stories, uh, for example, about Saul, uh, he was rejected by God, and I felt like he he didn't do a bad, very bad things. He was the king of Israel, and uh, he was leading people to the war, and uh, the God was giving him uh, certain instructions. And the God was telling, you know, to destroy enemies. And he did his part. And he, some things he did and some things he didn't. And you feel not a big deal, you know. But can you imagine? He was rejected by God. And not long ago, he uh, lost his life. He died. And he wasn't forgiven by God. And you know why? We are going to speak about it. And you think, oh my days. And then David, David comes with his uh, sins. He, um, he, he slept with someone who wasn't his wife. And then he wanted, he didn't want people to know about it. And he killed someone who was in his army, someone who was close to him. And he put him in the first line in the war on purpose for this person to be killed. Oh my God, when I think about it, I feel like, wow, this is a, this is something. This is a big deal. And, uh, then I think about Saul. Saul was rejected and David was forgiven and he could continue to live his life as a man who has a similar heart to God. And, uh, you know, at the beginning when I was reading these stories, I felt like there is no through on this earth. My, there was no capacity in my brain to understand it. And then I started to understand the foundation, the foundation of everything, because God sees things in different way. And uh, he has different, the way of seeing things is difficult for us to understand, and we probably we don't need to understand. And uh, we are going to uh, read the book of Samuel, this is, why did you do not obey the Lord? Why did you pounce on the plunder and do evil in the eyes of the Lord? But I did obey the Lord, so that I went on the mission the Lord assigned me. I completely destroyed the Amalekites and brought back Agag, the king. The soldiers took sheep and cattle from the plunder, the best of what was devoted to God, in order to sacrifice them to the Lord your God at Gilgal. But Samuel replied, 
does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord. To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For rebellion is like the sin of divination, and arrogance like the devil, the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, He has rejected you as king. The soul said to Samuel, I have sinned, I violated the Lord's command and your instructions. I was afraid of the man, and so I gave in to them. Now I beg you, forgive me my sin, and come back with me, so that I may worship the Lord. We need to read until the verse 26. Sorry, we got stuck somewhere. Um, and uh, we, we can see in this story... Because you rejected, it says, because you rejected, Darius, can you help me to read? Uh, we need to read verses 25 and 26. Now I beg you, forgive my sin. Now I beg you, forgive my sin and come back with me so that I might worship the Lord. But Samuel said to him, I will not go back with you. You have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you as king over Israel. Thank you, Darius. And these last verses, they are very important. They say so much. And you can hear here uh, when Saul is saying, Sorry, forgive me. And uh, you see, you understand, people wanted, they wished, I am just a human being. And uh, I didn't want people not to like me as a leader. I know what you wanted me to do. You gave me instructions, but I didn't want to reject it by people. And I didn't want to people to um, gossip behind my back. Can you hear soul's heart in these words? Yes fundamental uh, desire of his heart. Um, he was speaking in behalf of Lord. He was saying, forgive me. But because of uh, human fear, he was scared. He didn't do what he had to do. And um, he was... Um, he was encouraged by Lord to step away from this um, situation, but he uh, had a um, lack of confidence, and uh, he was leaning on uh, um, what people might think about him. He was seeking an approval from other people, so he was... Um, uh, keeping the approval of people higher than the Lord. And the day um, where enough is enough came. 
and the Lord said, stop, stop. There is uh, no further way for you. You, you need to stop here because um, later is going to be worse and worse. And then he was asking Samuel to go with him to worship God together. And you know, uh, in, in speaking about those days, uh, he came on his own uh, without um, anyone who was supporting him. So, uh, you know, uh, yes, so the king was walking together with someone who was preaching. So it wasn't um, good or according to the law. He had to go with someone. So he was asking Samuel to go with him. And, you know, um, he wanted to received his forgiving, uh, forgiveness, and he was asking forgiveness, but there was no forgiveness. There wasn't um, a calling for forgiveness. He was seeking his own righteousness. And we know the story is very sad, and the story ended suddenly one day, but it wasn't sudden ending. It was something what was happening before the ending. And uh, I, I believe God saw him and God saw the position of his heart. And uh, now we are going to read uh, a second book of the Samuel. The Lord sent Nathan to David. When he came to him, he said, there were two men in a certain town, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had a very large number of sheep and cattle, but the poor man had nothing except one little lamb he had bought. He raised it, and it grew up with him and his children. It shared his food, drank from his cup, and even slept in his arms. It was like a daughter to him. Now, um, a traveler came to the rich man, but the rich man refrained from taking one of his own sheep or cattle to prepare a meal for the traveler who had come. Instead, he took the lamp that belonged to the poor man and prepared it for who had come to him, David burned with anger against the man and said to Nathan, as surely as the the man who did this must die. He must pay for the lamb four times over because he did such a thing and had no pity. Then Nathan said to David, you are the man. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I anoint you, king over Israel, and delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave you master's house to you and your master's wives into your arms. I gave you all Israel and Judiah, and if all this had been too little, I would have given you even more. Why did you despise the word of 
the of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes, you struck down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and took his wife to be your own. You killed him with the sword of the Ammonites. Now, therefore, the sword will never depart from your house, because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own. This is what the Lord says. Then David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Nathan replied, The Lord has taken away your sin. You are not going to die. But because by doing this you have shown utter contempt from the Lord, the son born to you will die. And you know, when David was saying, Forgive me, he meant it. He said, Forgive me. And if we look at the Psalm 51, we can see his thoughts and his words. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions, wash away all my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned, and then what is evil in your sight? So you are right in your verdict, and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom, and that secret place cleans me, me, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I'll be be uh, whiter than snow. Let my hair joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. And. Uh, Listen to what he is saying. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O oh God, you who are God for my, sa my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your prize. Until this verse, can you hear? Um, yes, Saul didn't write his psalm, but this is obvious what what was desire of David's heart. He was asking and he was anxious about what he was anxious. He was anxious and he was asking God one thing. He was saying, God, what next you are going to do is right. Because I am worth uh, um, 
all consequences and I accept everything with uh, all my heart because this is your decision. I have no, uh, I, I, I have no, um, complaints. I accept everything. I accept all your decisions. So he wasn't trying to justify his himself. He knew what he did. It was his sin. It was his decision. And he took the full acceptance. He accepted consequences. He was uh, ready to take consequences and to live with this. And if you look deeper, he was um, praying for one single thing, for one thing. Please, please, please do not take your closeness because you are everything I have. This is how David started his journey. If you look at his history, at his journey, he always valued one thing. He was saying to Lord, God, I am going to do everything you ask me because I uh, keep your word first, higher. No matter how the things are going to turn, uh, I don't know what soul is going to do, but the only thing I want, I want your presence. And you know, he had, um, a couple of, um, a, uh, opportunities to kill soul, but he didn't do it because he really, uh, respected God. He valued God's word. And you know, when these, you know, these situations, they are not sudden situations. You know, all these stories, these are like screaming, uh, stories for us. If your goal is to get something from God or your, you want your, um, marriage to be perfect, this is not what you need to want. If you are not going to get something you asked from God, you might harden your heart. And we play these dangerous things. I'm saying no, because at the end, we are going to receive what uh, our heart desire. Our heart is not kind. Uh, you know, one day I can worship Lord, another day I can exchange uh, um my faith in something what is um, nice and glittery and shines. Our heart um, is, um, it, it could be deceived. And if we are not uh, focused, we might be deceived. And uh, there are no sudden situations, no sudden consequences. There is some, you know, um, some, something happening before that. And, uh, no matter how everything is going to look like on this earth, uh, finally we are going to stand before Lord. And reality is not going to change. This is how it is going to be. And we are not going to change it. 
And um, before Christmas, before Christmas holiday, we can stop and we can think. Uh, and this is the time we can ask, where is my heart now? Uh, are you everything, Lord? I, I am fighting. I am fighting my battles. And no matter how many times I'm going to fall, I will continue to worship my Lord. And I am going to garden what's valuable with all my strengths. And Lord always forgives us when we ask for forgiveness. But if our heart is not there, um, forgiveness is not going to change anything. It's not going to make changes. And at the end, I am going to speak about um, a few symptoms, uh, how we can uh, identify something. <sighs> It, and it's not for you to um, to justify um, yourselves. And uh, for example, if you um, if something happens in your life, and and if you hear um, someone saying like. Um, forgive me because I've done something, but, and uh, does it sound like uh, repentance to you? No, no. Uh, it means that your heart is not there. Forgive me, but if you haven't done this, I wouldn't, and it doesn't sound right, does it? Forgive everything and go where we wanted to go because the train is going to leave we don't have enough time or like you know speaking about small child then a child does something and uh, there is some conse consequences afterwards and then uh, the child comes to you and says uh, sorry, mommy, I said something that hurt you. And uh, I, I am saying, sorry, can I play my game? Can I continue to play my game? If I, and I, if I say no to my child, my child starts to burn anger. Like, there is some more valuable things on this earth. Uh, I'm just saying this in a sarcastic way. Um, and for example, someone is saying, uh, forgive me. I am going to do everything. Please don't leave me. And you think like, wow. Uh, and all these words, they have something, they, there is agenda behind it. You know, this is about myself. It's about myself. So I, it's, it's like, you know, about me being aware of my sins, but my heart is not there and I don't want consequences. I don't want consequences. And if you come to, sub, to God or to a human being because you want to change consequences, you are in danger. You are in danger. Your heart 
is hardened, hardened, and the real um, repentance is far away from you. And if you uh, find yourself in similar situations, please call Lord to help you and tell Lord you are blinded. You got um, lost somewhere. And for example, someone might say, uh, uh, yes, I am, uh, um, I've done something wrong as always. I am always wrong. Forgive me. And you know, uh, what can I say in, uh, um, you know, to reply to this? Yes, this is about you. This is about your own righteousness because you always know better. And um, usually we, you have to pray, pay a big price for it. And or you feel like, uh, I don't like this I, um, uncomfortable feeling in me. So I'm going to say sorry. So if you if you just want to get rid of this uncomfortable feeling and you want to say sorry, so this is not a, a real repentance from your heart. Or I am going to say sorry because somebody might think that I am not capable of saying sorry. So I'm just say I'm just going to say sorry because I don't want anyone to think bad about me. So this is one more symptom, um, another symptom about uh, you being mistaken about wrong position. There is no heart. There is no heart in this situation, in these words. Uh, one more moment. Uh, um, it might look like the heart is humble. And um, this is more about probably women. Uh, it's like, um, please forgive me because I am a sinner. Please forgive me, I am a sinner. And you might say these words over and over again. But this is about you being concentrated about yourself. There is nothing in it. There is nothing in these words. Uh, or, for example, I'm going to say sorry because uh, um, something bad might happen if I want to say sorry. But it doesn't, it doesn't have anything common with, a, uh, with the real um, repentance. Um, could be some moments between husband or wife um, where a person is saying sorry. And you know that the person is just saying sorry, but he or she will continue to do same things. Uh, and uh, the only thing you want from this person is to break before the Lord to understand that this person's words or actions hurt other people. And the, you know, the main, the main reason of this is kind of like us not making right decisions 
to approach forgiveness and we don't think about what is inside of our heart what is in your heart why you are doing same things over and over again why you are doing bad things with your children why you are doing bad things with other people do not play with flame and don't um, afraid to say that something is wrong something is wrong and the real repentance is always like David standing standing um, strong on the foundation like um, being uh, ready to face um, certain consequences um, you know sometimes people make mistakes um, because they lean on their understanding and they get surprised why they got certain uh, consequences and they can't go back and redo things so this is important for us um, to ask to know what is inside of us to listen to this inner voice and you know, at the end, at the end, um, David was, um, he worshipped his Lord and he was saying to Lord, I don't have um, any complaints, any complaints about your decisions, Lord. No matter what your decisions are going to be, Lord, I am worth it. But you might say, well, what about mercy? But the mercy leads there, leads straight to the truth of God. God has no um, bad things. God sees things in different way. God sees heart. And sometimes I was looking at um, some people and thinking like, oh, wow, this person is a sinner. But, you know, because I can't judge. I don't know what this, they hard decision. So I, I don't know. But I can see the person who's changing, who's um, growing spiritually because the Lord is with this person. And no, I'm not promoting um, something that you might think like, okay, we need to be um, as bad as David to be able to get um, valuable things from Lord, beautiful things from Lord. No, you don't need to. Do you just need to change the heart position, your heart position? And Lord, I thank you. I thank you. We live in very important um, times. And I know um, that is going to be more difficult to accept your teachings for many people, Lord. And I pray for your mercy, for the repentance to come, I have to change our goal, to change the goal of our life. And we, if we spend one week and we are not closer to you, Lord, 
That means we haven't done much about changing our life, about changing our heart. And uh, shall we start thinking about our words of forgiveness? Are they full of forgiveness? Is our heart together with the words or the heart is far away from our words? I ask you, Lord, today to forgive us. You do your best revision inside of our heart. I want to be um, as David, who didn't value anything more but your presence. He was like a child. He... Uh, valued your present lord and he was saying that uh if you forbid me from something i'm not gonna go any further because you hold me in your arms may your mercy remains as a new mercy today in our lives for us to be changed. I know how it, how does it look like to live the life for God? And Lord, please forgive me if I, um, if I got upset about something and my heart started to uh, go towards a um, different direction. May today will be a day where, um, uh, you forgive me, Lord, and I received your forgiveness. I don't want to live my life without you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your light uh, that goes deep inside of my heart. And I am, and we are able to um, see our mistakes. Please straighten our way and i want you holy spirit to become everything for me this this is the uh, safest way which is full of life and there is no other ways and please open my eyes lord to see that i don't need anything else anything plus no matter if my life is going to be easy or difficult on this earth, I know that I will be able to go through everything with you. And even um, at the end of my life, with my last breath, I will know that you are my everything. And please do not allow us to uh, hide behind somebody else's uh, back and uh, please um, show us the way how you see our hearts. We want to see the way you see. Thank you for your holy fear because this fear allows us to come out of um, our sinner's um, life. Thank you, Jesus.
and uh, I don't know where you are at the moment. Um, please make your decision. May today is going to be the day for your breakthrough. May your heart will come back to the Holy God. And uh, there is no place uh, for ideology. And your heart may be humble before God because He was the beginning. Uh, stand up, church, and give your worship, your best worship to God because He is not fast to be angry. He has enough pat of patience to wait for us. And Lord, uh, you continue to uh, lead us towards the light and we are going to serve you lord we will continue to serve you lord and know nothing on this earth is going to replace you lord we're gonna gu guard our hearts and you are the only one